Hi and welcome to StockInvest.us podcast for week 27, where we'll tell you what we think will happen in the week ahead of us. In last week's podcast, I told you I thought it would be a red week and it became yet another red week. Dow Jones down 1.28%, but Nasdaq more than 4%. And what about the analysis of Apple and Microsoft? Well, they came in. Apple actually more or less on the cent. But most important is the trading tips that we have by the end of the podcast. How did the trading tips go last week? Well, all of them except one went in green. Despite being a red week, I managed to make money also last week. But what about this week? What are the trading candidates? What are the stocks that I will try to trade this week in hope of making yet another profit? I'll let you know it will be at the end of the podcast, but first, and as always, you have to listen to the disclaimer, then I will give you a market insights, we'll go through some analysis, and at the end, you will have this week's trading tips. Hello everyone. Welcome to the StockInvest.us weekly stock and crypto podcast. The podcast is hosted by StockInvest.us co-founder and Golden Star Signal inventor, Jim Stromberg, who has been actively trading since 1996. If you are watching us on YouTube, make sure to hit like and notification bell so you will be first to know when we post a new video. This podcast is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and other audio sources. Ensure you listen to the entire podcast so you don't miss out on some key tips needed for this week's strategy. Welcome to StockInvest.us Podcast. We remind you that trading involves a high risk of losing money and that you should speak with a financial advisor before buying or selling any securities. You should not base your investment decision upon StockInvest.us. By using the information provided you agree and are held liable for your own investment decisions. Normally in the market section, I try to give you a wide and deep understanding of the things that I think will affect the week ahead of us, the things that you should look out for, and even some insights into the long term, into the future, what I think. And now you can read all over the news that people think there will be inflation, they think there will be even worse market ahead of us. Well, if you listen to this podcast, you will know all of these things more than a year ago because I told you exactly what would happen and is happen. And when all people start to cry, there is a recession, there is more uh, red markets to come. Well, usually that's a good sign because that means we are getting close to a bottom. Anyway, it's uh, summer and I'll try to make this market section a little bit shorter than usual and hopefully I will also make the podcast a little bit shorter so we can enjoy the summer. But uh, very first, we'll do like this. I will give you some insights in the fundamentals that I think could affect the week ahead of us, things that you should look out for. Run through some technical analysis because the, uh, combining these two is always very good. At the very end, we'll look at the Nasdaq chart and I'll try to tell you exactly what I think will happen. Will it be a green? Will it be a red week? And uh, let's start straight away. What are the things to look out for this week? Well, I told you last week, now the job numbers will start to matter. And this week, on Friday, you will have the June job numbers. I'm not sure if there will be any big surprises, but uh, anyone who can read numbers and do understand how things work will understand that these numbers do somewhat matters. Not exactly the percent of people being unemployed or uh, in work, but what are the tendencies? 
And given the huge interest rates that we are seeing, given the inflation, we know that there will be an increase in unemployment rate. I don't think Friday's number will be too bad, but they will for sure give a sign what kind of direction we are going to. And that, in my opinion, is just a huge increase in unemployment number. Could it flip the market on Friday? Well, I for sure think that they will affect the market, but could even be positive. A bit hard to say. Two days before, uh, on uh, Wednesday, there is not the number that you can pay some attention to. It's actually not the number. It's more the insights for the Feds. What was behind the decision of raising the interest rates by 0.75%? We'll give an insight uh, what Fed thinks about the future, about recession, about the economy. Uh, that is actually the two main things. And of course, there is always the Ukraine conflict. And as I told you in the last two, three podcasts, I think that we will see more escalation. And any day we actually can see some very bad news that I think will affect the market. But overall, it uh, seems to me to be somewhat silent week. It's a shortened trading week. The markets are closed today. They will open tomorrow on Tuesday. And... Uh, Silent is good. Last time I told you uh, we were expecting a silent week, I told you that is a good thing because uh, there is enough negative things pushing the market uh, down. For the long future, the job numbers will of course be the one thing that will keep pushing the market down because they will just reflect the recession, which I think is inevitable that we eventually will hit into. So no big, big uh, things this week. There's a few earnings, but nothing special. Oil still at $108, and I'm pretty sure oil will just continue upwards. It's been quite steady for a few weeks now, uh, but we are heading to winter season, and I think oil is where you like to be. I told you that when oil was 20, just buy the old shares, because this is where money will be made, and it really is. And they are making a lot of money, which means that they will pay a lot of dividend. And dividend shares are good when there is a recession, when there is a downturn. Dividend shares is usually where you want to be. Gold is uh, on a slightly falling trend. It's 1,810, down 1.69% last week. Nothing special uh, about it. Uh, you can expect gold to slide a little bit more as interest rates increase simply because money will flow into more secure items. I had a target for gold to 2,500 by 12 months. That will mean somewhat like seven months uh, from now. I'm not sure uh, if it's uh, reachable as is. Uh, we will see, but I will keep that target. Personally, I am invested into gold. I want that kind uh, of security, but it doesn't seem to be any real good trading opportunities in gold uh, as is. The last number that we like to pay attention to is the 10-year treasury yield, because I told you when 10-year treasury yield go up, you will see the markets go down. Last week, treasury yield actually fell uh, by 8.3%, it's now at 2.89. But I, think th I don't think you should pay too much uh, attention to this. Uh, some of the reason why it fell is because uh, some of the experts are saying we're going for a soft landing, but the GDP contracted by 1%, uh, 1.6% last uh, or first quarter in the United States and expected to uh, fall even more second quarter. 
And I think that that will just continue. And I think that the 10-year treasury might have a dip, uh, dip now, but will continue to push upwards. We have seen this before. Uh, but indeed, along with uh, very little, I would say, heavy news this week, 10-year treasury being down, the fundamentals, some would say that it shouldn't be too uh, weak. But uh, to conclude all of this, we will have a look uh, at signals, we will have a look at the chart, and then I will tell you exactly, will it be a red or green week? And if we look at the buy and sell signals across the board, uh, analyzing more than 38,000 tickets, 25,000, 26,000 of them are qualified for these signals, gives us an idea what are the main picture. And last week, uh, it was 19% buy signals across all the market. I told you that was... Uh, uh, could be considered a little bit high in the falling market and that you were getting close maybe to a previous top. This week it's uh, only 18. It fell a little bit along with the market, total naturally. 18 is, I wouldn't say it's too high. It's not uh, for sure, not very low. Not like uh, it was back in week 25 when it was 12. Uh, so it's somewhat okay. Going to Nasdaq, we see 18% buy signals down from 21% and the uh, New York Stock Exchange is down from 16 to 14. And getting down to 14 and 18, it's getting a little bit more attractive market. At the same time, we know that when signals are getting very low, volatility increases. So we can see some signs that we again will have a volatile week, meaning that we can see some uh, behavior like up 2% one day just to fall 3% the next day that we are again heading back to that volatile market which of course is a trader's dream you have to be first in first out you have to be very quick you don't sit overnight you don't sit over a week and you just hunt the 1 to 10% that any super red day will give you of course you can buy at the end of a very red day sell on the opening next day in a anticipation it will be a green day there's a lot of different trading strategies to uh, use volatile markets personally i love it it's where you can make money you just have to be very sure london only nine percent but uh, london being very low for many weeks was eight last week tokyo 22 down from 26 and even chesson is falling from 46 high to 38 and it's especially this fall in asia which i think might also put a little toll uh, on europe but it's uh, time to conclude will it be a red or will it be a green week and uh, personally i like to look at the charts i think charts tell a, a very huge part uh, of the story and uh, if you use our service stockinvest.us, you can type in the ticket XIC and you will get the Nasdaq Composite Index. And what I've been telling you for weeks and weeks is that Nasdaq is in a falling trend and you can expect this to continue. It's just the way it is. Right now, it's in the middle of the trend, pushing a little upwards, which all indeed is not a bad sign because uh, you have to get up to 11,600 before you get to the top of the trend where you normally will have a reaction out. At the same time, it's facing tons of resistance from previous trades between 11 and uh, 12,000 points. Looking at the chart, we can say there is a sell signal from the long-term moving average, short-term moving average. Uh, the volume is not following the market as it should. 
being in the middle of the trend with very little support below means that there is a high chance that the markets may fall. And if you rewind one week back, I told you the main important thing is for Nasdaq to stay above 10,600 points because if 10,600 is broken, well, then we'll just go down to 10,000 later, 9,000. And we might go, if you go some seven, eight podcast box I, I back, I told you that in the title, Nasdaq to 8,000, even if you go a year back, I told you this may very well be the scenario that we are heading. But first sign of relief will be that Nasdaq managed to establish a bottom above 10,006. So that's the main thing. There's not much you as an investor can do about it. You just can pay attention and uh, just rest assured that uh, if 10,600 is broken, you will have a huge rapid fall again as panic will set in. So that's a number that you can pay attention to. At the same time, there is so much resistance above uh, that I think an upturn should be somewhat slow. But if you are able to break above 11,600, we can see some fast movements upwards to 12, and even on a very good day, 12,500. We are uh, for sure in a week where we'll get a lot of answer, and this is the problem. Looking pure technically at the chart, we are coming from a very low relative strength index position. Only 46 was down at 29 when markets turned at 10,600. There is a huge potential for upturn. No news coming this week. As I said, that's somewhat good. Uh, indicates to me that there is a fair, fair chance that uh, markets will push a little upwards. The big scare is, of course, the very lack of support below, meaning that uh, if it falls from uh, just a little under today's level, uh, 11,000, it will fall very fast to 10,800 and 10,600 will be very, very close. I think, and this will be the main conclusion, that 11,700 might be the very low for the week. Uh, I think 11,500 might be the high for the week. I think it's a fair chance that we will have a neutral to green week. Before starting the podcast, uh, I was pretty sure that it would be a very red week ahead of us. But uh, things being stable uh, and uh, I will put some emphasis on the very low relative strength index, the low uh, number of Buy signals is a good term. I cannot go back, rewind everything, repeat everything I said about how these signals work. But in usual, where it's a low amount of buy signals, it's a good thing. You don't want too much buy signals because then you're getting to the end of an upturn period. So I think uh, there is a fair chance that we will head for a green week. It will not be a super green week. It should be somewhat volatile moving up and down. I think maybe 11,700 low, 11,500 high, 600 maybe. Ending the week just above today's target. I will go for a red week. Uh, but I will warn you, if it falls below 10,600, be prepared that we will have the dreadful fall down to 10,000 and even break 10,000. That will be all. Uh, again, I think there is a chance it might be a slow but green week. We will quickly run through some analysis and we'll do Apple, Microsoft, Tesla as we always do. And then a quick look at Bitcoin and Dogecoin. And I will start to say that I was spot on on Apple. I predicted $138 ending $138.93, only $0.93 cents off. 
But I was off on Bitcoin. I said I thought it could be a chance that Bitcoin would hit $24,000. Did not do that. It's still at $19,000 and struggling to keep floating. We will run very, very quickly through uh, these uh, five items. Apple, Microsoft, Tesla, Bitcoin, Dogecoin, because they will give you an idea about the overall uh, market. And let's uh, start with um, Apple. Uh, and uh, while speaking about uh, Apple, reminds me a little, about, a little bit about what Warren Buffett say about stock trading. He is not uh, interested in daily swings up and down he couldn't care less he couldn't even care about week or months for him it's finding value stock stocks that he think in the long future will go up based on a very good business model and that uh, might be the case for apple apple being way way higher higher than this nothing has changed of course some of the markets condition there will be a little bit less sell but the question is is apple uh, in a worse shape uh, than before. They still uh, continue to develop new products. They still continue to develop their marketing channels and at some point market will be back. So maybe Apple is just a very good buy at current levels if you are into value stocks. Last week I told you I thought it would end at 138, ending at 138.93. And uh, if you are listening to this podcast, that's uh, Anchor, Spotify, it's also on YouTube and you will see the charts. Uh, and that will help you a little bit. We can see, as we saw for Nasdaq, uh, Apple is within the falling trend. You can expect uh, these things to continue. Even back in April, there was a that uh, cross from the moving averages, the long and the short the moving averages crossing each other where the long go above the short. There was even a death star, which is the opposite of a golden star. Uh, which is unique for stock invest. US was invented by me in 2006. It's a long-term signal. It was issued in April, and so far uh, Tesla been falling from 160 to 140. We are uh, getting close to a situation where uh, uh, the moving averages may again cross each other. This time the short will go below. Uh, sorry, the long will go below the short and they will cross the price line which will give a buy signal so if apple are able to keep uh, pace just move a little bit more up you will actually turn into a somewhat okay long-term buy signal from apple but we will not conclude about that this is just a pre-warning because if we look at uh, the facts it's still in the falling trend it's at the top of the trend usually you can then expect it to fall down volume is not following the stock it's not a good sign uh, and there is still the sell signals from these two uh, Averages, uh, relative strength index is 52, it's not overbought, so we can still push a little bit up, but there is resistance every single cent above today's level, so it should not be a very fast journey. It might be that uh, Apple pushes somewhere upward to 145, then pushes down, and the main thing is stay above 130, because if 130 is broken, you will head down for 100. And 20. For week as such, it will be the same analysis uh, that was for uh, the index. Uh, fair chance that it will do good uh, with a huge risk. If it falls below 135, it will fall to 130, and that will be a super acid test because if 130 is broken, it should fall very hard. I think it's a fair chance that it will do good. Uh, move somewhere between 135, 145, ending the week very close to where it is right now. 
142, I will keep a target for 142, meaning that I'm a little bit positive for Apple uh, this week. And we will know uh, by next week if we start to see some more positive signs. To uh, answer one question that I got, so what is the most important thing? Is the trend the most important thing? Is the relative strength index the important thing? How are these things ranked? Well, in general, uh, let the trend be your friend. The trend is very, very strong. It's just statistics and uh, really, really works. We've seen this for months and months in many cases, but you have to combine it with a few things. So when I say that I think uh, Apple will go up despite being at the top of the trend where it normally should react down, uh, I base this conclusion on two things. I think that the support around 135 might hold uh, and that we will see a sideways movement. The relative distinct index is not very high. If it was uh, 65, 70, I would for sure say that we will head for a new downturn. I think there is some room uh, to push upwards. The volume formation is not that bad, it's not following as good as it should, but it's not as bad to conclude that we for sure will fall down. So I think there is a fair chance it will not be the best uh, tips uh, for a week, but with a somewhat okay distance, I think that $142 might be in reach. Enough uh, about uh, Microsoft, let's uh, Apple, let's uh, run to Microsoft and uh, quickly look at Microsoft. Uh, and the Microsoft uh, has issued, you can see a green star in the chart, has issued a uh, buy cross from the moving averages, which I was talking about in Apple. It's too early to say if it holds because you will actually need Microsoft to continue upwards to verify the signals. Sometimes signals are published, but they really need to be verified by 3%. And if you wait with verifying signal, because that's another question I often get, so why uh, sometimes signals are removed? It's simply because if we wait 3% till we can verify the signal, it will be very late for you. So we have to decide should we just give you the signals uh, now, let it run, uh, or wait until it's verified. If we wait too long, well, the point is gone. You have already lost too many percentage. And doing some tests shows that most of these signals actually tend to be correct. A few of them will not be correct. In a falling trend, uh, being not at the top, somewhere above the middle of the trend. Relative strength index is moving up. A lot of resistance above, especially around 270. I think that Microsoft will move between 250, 270, and I think it will end the week. I'm not sure if it will be a green week for Microsoft. Uh, I don't think it uh, will be very red either, but uh, let's put a target of 262 dollars for Microsoft. Quickly, uh, let's run through the last part and get to the trading tips, because that's where money is made and lost. Tesla is moving sideways. I told you about this. Very good thing is moving actually in the rectangle formation. You cannot see it in this chart, but it's moving within a rectangle formation between 630 and 750. And if broken up, you can expect a huge move being around $120 in one swoop, meaning that you would expect uh, Tesla to go to 870 if this formation is broken up. And looking at the chart, you can also see that 870 is a huge of resistance, so it's very uh, fits very well together. No resistance between 800 and 850 means very, very fast movements. 
Pi signals from uh, the relation between the two uh, averages is a good uh, thing in the long term, but it still needs to be verified also this signal. The trend is down, but Tesla is testing the top of the trend, and now you'll know if it breaks up. If it falls below 630, you can expect it to uh, fall very fast to 560. Uh, uh, even down uh, all the way to 500 low. Much, much resistance above. Need a very green day to push up or a very good news could be uh, anything governments buying more cars or some electric uh, incentives, anything that you need to push because that resistance between 700 and 750 is painful, will be hard once broken 750, it will move much, much faster. First and most important is just keep that pace uh, sideways, move a little up, and again, we can have a very good buying opportunity in Tesla. Right now, it will be a uh, betting game, up or down. I think that Tesla will move between 630 and 750 for the week. I think it will end maybe just above today's level at the target 710 last week. I think I will keep that target 710 also for this week. And let's uh, run uh, quickly through uh, Bitcoin and Dogecoin uh, and uh, we see the same thing it's a falling trend it's struggling very hard it's been in the trend and it's been falling 10,000 in gaps when it fell 40 it fell to 30 when it fell through 30 it fell to 20 and it's the same thing now it's really struggling and it might very well fall to 10,000 so hard to say uh, there is some support at uh, 15,000 from the trend lines but indeed we know that it might also be uh, 70 Turning down from a relative strength index is 52, it's currently 37, it's not oversold, it's not overbought, it's somewhere in between, the trend is very very bad, everything indicates that this will continue. Only when it breaks 24,000 it can move very fast to 28,000, doesn't look like that will happen anytime soon, sell signals from the long term moving average, short, uh, short term moving average and even the relation between these two. Looks very very bad for uh, Bitcoin. But when things are as bad, they can only get better. And if you ask me, I'm personally increasing. After being out of the crypto game, you heard me over the last half year. Uh, I bought uh, and sold at the top. Then I started to rebuy. I was too early on Bitcoin buying at 30,000 last time. Uh, and uh, I will accumulate a little bit more now. And we will see it might be very wrong and it will only be a small portion of the bet but i think crypto will uh, get back uh, and uh, if you believe that uh, crypto was the future when the bitcoin was 65,000, well now it's 20 it's three times cheaper so why not Target for the week, very hard to say, uh, I'll remain positive, but be aware that anytime it can have a huge, huge uh, sell-off, falling all the way to 10,000. If that happens, I will be on the trigger. Uh, we will see. But target for the week, 21,000. And then there is uh, Dogecoin. And Dogecoin just reflect all the shit coins, uh, all these smaller coins, and it's the same picture, it's just falling. My personal trades uh, in Bitcoin, all my previous profits are uh, gone. Wiped away, I had that very nice profit from 20 to 40. Uh, got back in the 20, didn't work, later bought a little bit more around uh, 8 to 10. Hasn't worked so far, it's in 
that it will be able to recoup uh, crypto investment who knows uh, it's just a very very small part uh, of the investments and you really don't know i think digital coins are here to stay even fed said they will create american uh, digital coin so it's just a matter of which one uh, and suddenly all that negative market uh, things go away and uh, crypto and stock markets will be up again but will it be uh, next month will it be half year will it be two years very very hard to say uh, but i have a feeling that uh, we might get close to a temporary bottom we will see it will be a very hard winter for sure but uh, when everything look super bad why not take a chance if you still have something to invest with and that brings us to the trading tips because over all these podcasts since i started giving you trading tips most of them have actually went in green how am i able to do it what is the secret well, how could i make money last week when the market was red you will know because now i'll give you the trading tips So what are the training tips? Well, every week uh, I uh, give uh, training tips, actual tips uh, that I trade. Uh, I normally trade them uh, on Monday, but the market is closed today, so I will trade them as early uh, as I can tomorrow. Not as early, I will try to find that bottom. I'm uh, not always able to find that very good bottom. And just to give you the very bright picture, I told you maybe half a year, maybe even uh, a year ago, time goes very fast. Hard to remember that I'm reducing all my uh, exposure in the markets because I was expecting markets to fall. So I reduced all the way down to 30% only in the market and I'd be very careful what I have uh, in the market. That uh, still remained last week. I told you I thought it would be a red week, so I would not have too many trading tips the week before. I had uh, five or six, six open, I think it was because I expected a good week and it became a good week. This week uh, I uh, will have four open positions. I will have two uh, trading tips for you, which you will know uh, very shortly. But let's look, let's look at uh, last uh, week. Week 21, I opened Zoom, Zoomatica. And I told you I thought it would be a good trade. Last week I was 13% uh, up in the green. It's the one stock that I don't keep stop loss on. Uh, because it's very volatile and I have it as a lucky trade, let's call it that, because I've been in and out of Sumerica many, many times with huge profit. You can call it stupid because uh, Sumerica fell quite hard last week. A profit of 30% is suddenly a minus 6.82% loss so far. So, uh, follow the simple rules of stop loss is always a good idea and you can see what happened when you don't do it. That was the one red trade. Smedica was the one red trade uh, for last week. Question is, is Smedica a buy? Yes, it's even a better buy at 20 than it was when I bought it at 22. Why do I believe in uh, Sumerica? Uh, has something to do with I want to be in one penny stock because this can go very, very fast when it happens also where you can lose money, money very fast. They have a lot of money in their bank account. Uh, I think that it's undervalued uh, and I think uh, tech 
Nickel is showing some signs of a possible bottom, so it's just a very speculative trade. But Smerica will also be one of the candidates for this week. You might be smarter than me, put on a trading stop loss. What about the stocks that I really trade with trading stop loss? So uh, in week 26, we bought um, Energizer, and as I said, it just continued upwards, so it was never closed. It was open also last week, and Energizer just continued up. It's currently at $29. I don't not sure if it's a uh, stock that you should buy uh, this week, but it's open in my portfolio and it's running with a trailing stop loss of 5%. So no matter what happens, I will have minimum 5% profit in Energizer. Last week, uh, I got board drilling. I was able to get in at 585. It started too strong. Uh, I was starting at 5 some 60 I think, but I got in at 580, it went uh, all the way up to 627, then started to fall and was actually sold the day after 595, giving only 1.71% profit. I got Wendy, Wendy Wood bought at 18.95, went up uh, and then started to fall, same thing there, I think it was about $20 something, 2016 or 2030. Started to fall and was cut by stop loss at 19.36, giving me 2.16% profit. Oh, so I had three green trade, one red uh, trade. And uh, given the different amounts in, uh, in them, it ended with a slight positive week overall. But what are the trading tips for this week? What are the two new stocks which I will trade? First off, I don't think it will be a very special week. There might be very uh, many, many other very good candidates. I found two candidates and I will tell you uh, why I think them. One is a speculative one, very speculative. I only look at the technical picture. High risk, somewhat low liquidity uh, and uh, will move very fast. The other one uh, had a huge fall. We have been trading it before. But I think it's in the right segment where they make a lot of money. The first one is uh, ENO. Uh, let's pull up uh, the chart. Uh, Innovio Pharmaceuticals. And looking at the chart, uh, at our webpage, we have it as a buy candidate, uh, giving it a score of 3.6. The ticket is INO. If it managed to continue just a little bit up, break $2, there is no resistance between, uh, before 250 and very little even way all the way up to 280. Buy single short-term moving average, long-term moving average, some uh, support below. Relative strength index is getting high, 66, so I'm betting on that there might be a slight little push rally. In the upper part of the trend, it will be a risky trade. but. Uh, Innovo is one of the training tips. I'll try to get in uh, as low as I can uh, tomorrow. See if I can time it very well uh, and hope that uh, what I see will happen. We will push uh, up to overbought, uh, have an increase in the volume. That will be the very first sign that I'm correct if we see an increase in the volume. And I think that the stock might do good now. Hope. Maybe I can get back to do some 25-50% uh, stocks again. Been some while, we now for many, many weeks just been trading these 5 to, I would say anything from 2 to 10% per week. Uh, it's indeed very good, but I like to get back to where we can do some heavy cash. Uh, I'm not sure 
this one will be we will just have to wait and see we'll try to do the uh, good trade in in normal the other stock uh, is uh, chevron and uh, chevron uh, had a huge fall from 181 all the way down to 142 dollars uh, showing very good signs two bottoms higher than the other very oversold on the relative thing index is 26 uh, i think oil will push uh, upwards uh, and i think it might be a good trade what i'm trying to do here is get in let's hope that it can start somewhere slow that i can get in around 145 tomorrow and maybe push upwards to 155 and that i can run somewhere five percent squeeze out of this maybe 160 high so this is just a pickup trade and like in the novel, Chevron CVX uh, is somewhat uh, speculative trades. These uh, are the two trades, uh, the two new trades for the week. In addition to this, Energizer is open and Sumerica is open. And that was the end of this podcast. I will be back in one week. I hope during the week that you will make some green. And, uh, when I'm back. Uh, that even these trading tips will be in the green and that they can give you a few new tips that might work for you as well we will see remember stop loss remember to enjoy the summer and i will be back in a week until then have a very nice week bye